And now it's time for Back to the Futures on the BetQL Network with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague. Presented by BetMGM. Hey, everybody. Welcome in this Sunday evening. Back to the Futures here. Brandon Sprague over here in Portland. Lucy Burge, my beautiful, great co-host over there in Boston, Massachusetts. We've got a great show for you, Lucy, because we've got NFL currently playing. We've got the whole weeks of games that we've consumed already. And we're on Aaron Judge 61 watch. What a great day. What a great day. What is not happening today, Sprague? Because we have something for right. everyone from everything. The Aaron Judge watch is what I am watching very closely because I just want this to be done. I want him to hit this home run. I might want it done more than the Maris family does because they have attended every game waiting for this to happen. Are they going to go to Toronto when the Yankees go to Are they going to go to Baltimore next? Are they traveling with the Yankees? Because that must be exhausting. And they look a little bit like they don't want this to happen. So maybe (laughs) they're kind of in with every pitcher, every pitcher. They're like, okay. Can you just walk him every at bat now? And we'll wait till next season for this to happen. I do think he's going to get it done because as we were talking about for the show, baseball season is creeping to the postseason. I am Mm -hmm. shocked at how close October is. And I did begin my Halloween decorating this weekend. I put up my Halloween wreath of skulls. If you go to my Instagram, you can see that. And I have a pumpkin. Thanks to my mom. So now we are all fall decorated (laughs) almost so far. I cannot believe how close we are in fall now, but how close the postseason is. So if Aaron Judge can do this soon, that would just be great for everyone, really. Sprague, how was your weekend? Uh, My weekend was great. Uh, Happy with my Bravos. And uh, speaking of baseball, I have a buddy actually at the Aaron Judge game. He's been a lifelong Yankee fan. He grew up in Jersey, moved out here, was doing radio, and uh, he actually got tickets to tonight's game, and he's wow. in attendance. So I hope if he if he ties Maris in Yankee Stadium, I hope my friend's there to see it. And so that would be pretty cool. But uh, a good weekend, yeah. an interesting gambling weekend for me. I, I had a few bets that I really liked that hit, and then I had a few bets that I really liked, and they didn't. And I'm kind of sitting in limbo now. i got action right now on this Broncos-Niner game. Uh, Monday Night Football, obviously we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit, but uh, a good weekend overall, Lucy. Great sports were had. My alma mater came up short in college football against USC. That was really unfortunate, but for the most part, That's a good a weekend one. of football. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. was in the same boat when it comes to bets because I had a lot that I liked that didn't hit and one that I loved that did because I was one and four this weekend, and the one that did hit, was my Lions. They are always there for me. They are there for me every week because this is the first time in 30 years that the Lions have started the or yeah, started the season 3 and 0 against the spread. Dan Campbell is a magician when it comes to covering the spread with his team even though even though his post game comments were so classic Dan Campbell. This is why I love this team. This is why I love Dan Campbell. This is why they're the light of my life. He he said, I'm so friggin' regretful about what I did. I did this. I'm taking responsibility, not throwing anybody under the bus, not saying anything about he I took responsibility for that. So I did love that. My question though, quick question. If you caught mm-hmm. a milestone home run ball, let's say Aaron judges, what would you ask for in exchange for the ball back? Oh, I wouldn't give the ball back. I'd sell it and make money. There you go. Well, tell, that's tell, yes. Tell, 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 wait, hold on, option. Lucy, 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 yeah, Lucy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You tell me why every report is saying that for that baseball, I'll make probably two million or more. You tell me why I should take in exchange for that 
a baseball signed, a jersey, a bat, and some tickets. Th- th- that guy is going to get a half billion dollar contract this offseason. He played himself into a you know an even bigger deal. The Yankees probably, according to Jeff Passan, cost themselves ninety million dollars with this season. Why do I need to give the guy that ball back? He could just go buy it from whoever I sell it to, and I don't have to worry about it. And I pay off all my mortgage. I'd have no debt. I'd be well, debt free. Like I'm I'm not Aaron Judge. I'm not gonna, you know what I mean? I'm not gonna make that Aaron Judge money in my life. This is my Aaron Judge money. And I hate to say it, like God bless you, great season MVP, but I'm I'm selling that thing for two plus million dollars, and I'm living debt free, baby. What are we doing here? You would give it back? So I would give it back for there's there's two ways you could go with this. You could go with the way of like people are going to call you a jerk and many things if you don't give it back and you sell it. So there's that aspect of it, but you will be much richer. You could. Go to Aaron Judge and say, for 5 to $10 million, I will give you this ball back. And he can buy it directly from you. And then you cut out the middleman. Because he has more money than someone on eBay or someone at an auction might. So I would do that. Or I would go the simpler common man route. And I would just say, all I want in this whole world, in exchange for this baseball, is a helmet of ice cream. Like just a free <clears throat> ice cream sundae. In one of those baseball helmets that they have. And, but, but the helmet, actually, not one of the baseball helmets. The helmet has to be the player who hit the home run. His helmet, full of ice cream. And then oh. when you're done with the ice you cream. You would eat that? You would eat that after he used the it? the helmet. Yes, because that's part oh, of it. And then you get it. Oh, oh, and then, man. And then when you're done, you get to keep the helmet of the player. I think that is a brilliant idea. I don't. You know are nasty. Even, you are let's straight up. That is nasty. That is nasty. You would eat that ice cream. Yes, even if there's pine tar, even if there's hair gel, even if there's so much stuff on this helmet. This is this is Aaron Judge's helmet. I would eat ice cream out of Aaron Judge's helmet, and only then would I give the ball back. I have to finish the whole Sunday, and then say, okay, that was, and then rate the Sunday, and if it was good, then I give the ball back. So I could either have $10 million or Aaron Judge's helmet full of ice cream. And, and you're taking the ice cream helmet? It depends on my mood, really. Do I want to go, like, like really <laughs> jerk? <laughs> Boy, I, you Do think I you know be, a co-host and you don't. Do you just I don't. I mean, a total, total jerk and go and be like, no, I'm not giving the ball back. And then they all come interview you and you have to be like, no, I'm not giving this back. Or, or you, you make a deal with the player, you go down and, and if you do make a deal with the player, then you can go and, and meet him and talk to him, make your deal, and then get an autograph while you're there, and then you also get the money. So actually, if you get bought out by the player for the ball back, that's, that's the win right there, because you get to do it all. Meet him, autograph, and $10 million from him himself. It's, you know, it's, it's, de- it's definitely up there of not only your worst take, just the most disgusting take. <laughs> I don't think you'll ever be able to top this take. I mean, that, that just, what if, what if it's the first mm-hmm. night he's used the helmet? What if it's brand new? Mm-hmm. What if he used it for only, mm-hmm. only that at mm-hmm. bat? So mm-hmm. you get the helmet from the at bat and mm-hmm. ice cream. No, I want nothing Toppings. to do with that. That's disgusting. No, I don't care. A- Butterscotch, a- cherries, sprinkles, whipped cream. I don't want any of that. A customized spoon to eat it with, a, a one of those commemorative yeah. whatever you eat I, it with, I, yeah, I, from the team I, I, store. I think 
Now, our show is speaking loudly and clearly. A moronic take on your part, according to some on Twitter. A moronic take. Not my first today. <laughs> and I love that you're sure, doing it with a lion shirt on. I just love that there's a oh, lion yeah. shirt oh. on. <laughs> of course. This is this is the lion shirt for my Roar Boys, who did cover the spread again for me today. So Our Roar Boys. By the <laughs> way, speaking of... Speaking of covering spreads, I will say the one game I liked that I did well on, despite how many games, as I somehow pivot out of eating Aaron Judge ice cream hair to my bets in football, Lucy. One game I liked, I really liked the Dolphins all week. Now, why? I, I don't know. I was looking for a letdown spot for the Bills, and I like this offense. I think Mike McDaniel is one of the best offensive minds in all of football. I love the hire. He got a lot of criticism because, you know, they hired him instead of the Brady Payton thing. And I don't know. I just kind of felt like nobody gave that dude a shot. And, you know, watching a lot of 49ers football out here, I can tell you, like, if you watched the Niners, you knew who Mike McDaniel was and you knew how valuable he was. And so I just have kind of leaned into the Dolphins and uh, they're my pseudo AFC team for now. And I liked him getting six and a half at home today. And not only did they cover the six and a half, Lucy, they outright won. The Dolphins are three and O. Oh, there are only two three and O oh teams in the National Football League. And we'll talk about the other one, but the Dolphins beat the Bills at, in Miami, comes down to the wire. Buffalo ran 90 plays to Miami's 39. Unreal that Miami won this football game. But Mike McDaniel starts off beating Bill Belichick, John Harbaugh, and uh, uh, Doug uh, uh, McDermott. So a hell of a start down in Miami. Yeah, and uh, Ken Dorsey took it pretty well, I would say, when in his reaction to the uh, to the Bills' loss, and he went viral for this. And there are many memes now where you can say pretty much anything, like "Oh, when uh, when my parlay loses," and then he flips out. But uh, the Dolphins are the best team, arguably, in football right now. They're the best Do you buy that? In Do you America. buy it? I can't think of I can't think of another team that could do to the Bills what the Dolphins did today. I don't know. I think about it, and it's, it, you think about it, and I, I, I don't know. I think the Dolphins absolutely, right as we stand right now, are the best team in football. I believe that for sure. Okay. The no, I think that's really AFC, fair. AFC, if you look at the AFC, so to say that they're the best team in the AFC, I'd say is fair because they beat the Bills, mm -hmm. who many would say is the best team in the AFC. If you beat the best team, that makes you, as, as we stand at this moment, the best team. I'd say the Dolphins are the best team in football right now. According to the odds makers, Lucy, the Dolphins are plus 1,600 right now uh, to win the Super Bowl. That's behind the Bills still, despite that loss, the Chiefs, and I, I might be blanking on one other, but I think they're right there in terms of odds. There's a few others. Tampa's probably up there. Uh, Ravens. Yeah, I mean, so there's some teams, which is funny because two of those teams that are ahead of them, one, I, I, I would challenge you, and I'll challenge myself here, if, if, Lucy, you told me Miami was playing Buffalo or Baltimore in a playoff game, I watched both those games, and I still don't know if I picked Miami. I, and, again, I'm kind of rooting for Miami, but, like, I don't know if I really feel that confident they're the best team in the AFC. That's what's crazy about this league is any given Sunday, anybody beats anybody. So it's just it's wild to right. think about how good Miami could be or is versus how I feel about it. Exactly. I would say in the division, though, that they're definitely the best team in the AFC East right now, because you wow. look at the, that division, I, I definitely would. And surprises that we've saw this week, absolutely wild. The Jaguars, what they did today, the well surprises, but also the things that happened, like the Patriots are, I, I don't know how far the Patriots will. I, I don't know how many games they're going to win. I am worried about the Patriots. 
<clears throat> Mac Jones goes down with such a sad injury, such a sad way to go down because you see him walking, getting carried down those stairs, screaming. And just the, the official AP photos did him so dirty because he looks oh, they so did. <laughs> insane. Oh, my goodness. I felt my heart broke for him. I wanted to cry to see little like little baby Mac Jones get so injured. And we don't know how long he's going to be out. It's not a break, which I guess is a good thing, but we don't know. So you look at this, the standings or you look at how everything plays out this season. I would not be shocked if the Jets finish with a better record than the Patriots this season. I am very concerned about the Patriots. I don't know how many games they can win. Can they win five games is my question right now because what we're seeing is not really that great at all. And I, I do worry about them. And the Mac Jones thing is just another, another not nail in the coffin, but another blow to this team. Yeah. Matt Patricia being the first one in general and then Mac Jones going down with that. So seeing things like that, seeing a, a butt punt, Many things that happened in the NFL today that were surprising and very interesting. When we saw this, so I was watching this with some friends. When we saw that dolphin punt, we initially thought he just like kicked it back. His foot just went back and it went yeah. back with him. And then they replayed it and they show that that player's butt just jiggling after he kicked it yep. in the back. And we were like, oh, oh, butt punt. You don't get a butt punt yep. very often. So it was kind of, we oh, thought that don't. was really funny. No, no, this you don't at all. But, yeah. But Lucy, let me ask you very quickly, because we didn't get to any NFC stuff. So we'll get to that coming up. We'll play guest the lines with our super producer, Zach, as well. Uh, By the way, update, Niners ahead of the Broncos, 7-3. Very quickly, because we're up against it already. Give me the top three teams right now. Lucy Burge, I give you $100,000. You have to disperse it on three teams in the AFC. What three teams would you pick to gamble on in terms of you actually trust them to win the AFC? Okay, the Dolphins. I guess the Bills and, uh, well, the Chiefs. The, the Chiefs is, a, uh, I don't know. I Yeah, I'd say those three. Those three, Bills, Chiefs, and Dolphins, huh? Think, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. No, Baltimore? Who, Baltimore uh, yeah. was up, I mean, Baltimore was up 21 I points guess. on this team. Yeah, maybe, you know what, switch out, switch out the Chiefs with Baltimore. Lamar Jackson okay. is, you know, th- unbeatable unstoppable i like it Uh, statistically yeah you're absolutely right lucy in fact um according to these stats lamar jackson right now is ahead of where he was pasting uh pacing statistically his mvp season so it's something to bear in mind for the futures betters out there there you go because you could probably i'm sure lamar's odds have grown um we'll give try to give you an update on that but i bet you you could still get decent value on lamar mvp futures Again, his stats are matched right with where he was, actually exceeded what he did his MVP season. And now the Buffalo's lost Josh Allen's MVP stuff comes down um, just a little bit. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Lamar Jackson, just his speed alone, is one of the things that you really have to prepare for is what uh, the Patriots maybe did not. (laughs) Absolutely. All right, we have a lot to get to. Lucy, we got to talk about NFC, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers squared off. Uh, We'll give you an update some of these other games as well, and we'll play Guess the Lines. You got uh, Back to the Futures here. We got a loaded show and a lot more to discuss. Give you an update on Sunday Night Football and some updated NFL MVP odds uh, when we come back here. Back to the Futures on the BetQL Network and the Odyssey app.
Back to the Futures. We'll be back with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Check out BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. With the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth, 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. So Kevin Stefanski, head coach of the Browns, says he took over that job a few years ago. He is 1-11 against the spread versus AFC North opponents as the head coach of the Browns. The Browns have covered the number once within the division since Stefanski took over. What do we think about that? The reason you don't hear people cite the straight-up record is because the straight-up record is not bad. It's not anywhere close to the 1-11 ATS that we see. So last two years, if we're looking straight up, it goes three and three in those divisional matchups. So I think there's a lot of noise behind this ATS record. If part of your handicap is just take the underdog because it's an AFC matchup, just take the underdog. These games are always tight. Uh, That's trash that you're putting out there. BetQL Daily with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth presented by BetMGM. 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Sports bettors wrap up your day with BetMGM Tonight. Presented by BetMGM. Starring Ryan Horvat, Quentin Mayo, and Trista Crick. 7 to 11 Eastern on the BetQL Network. First big bet I ever made, I bet LeBron James and the Cavs to reach the NBA Finals. I was working at the athlete's foot. I bet it with this guy, Darnell. I bet him way too much money that I couldn't afford. And I said, no chance we're not getting LeBron and Kobe all year. We were getting the LeBron-Kobe promos. The Magic won. LeBron got knocked out. And, and you ran away. Them. I tried to run away, and I saw him at Jameson's Public. Like three years later, because I quit athlete's foot, he sees me at the bar, and I'm and I'm like, oh my god, is that him? He remembered my face, dude, no, and he, he was didn't. like, he's like, hey, where's my money? And I, I was like, I got you, man. He's like, yeah, because I thought Dang. we were messing around because I was like 18, I was young at the time. I, I said, how- yeah, when I see Horvat again, he I don't care when it is, he's gonna. Kid. I was like, can I go up. to the ATM? He followed my ass right to the ATM. No, like, yeah, yeah. Now oh, that yeah. I got you, BetMGM tonight, seven to eleven Eastern from the BetQL Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Start your day with a daily tip presented by BetMGM. Featuring Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger. Weekday morning, 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network. When I first started getting into sports betting, I was scared because I was doing 10 minutes a week tops and then I was supposed to do four hours a day. And I remember looking at boards in Vegas or looking at all the odds and thinking, well, I know some of this. Some of this makes zero sense to me because there is math involved and you do have to show discipline when you're placing bets and you do have to understand what these numbers mean and when they change, why they change. And then a couple years later, I remember looking at a board again downtown here in DC at one of the books. And I remember looking around and thinking, I know everything on this board. I know every number and what it means. And that was a real proud moment for me because it took a long time. It's not easy to decipher and understand all of that. The Daily Tip, morning 6 to 9 Eastern from the BetQL Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Grab your flux capacitor and let's go back to the futures with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. All right, we're back. Update Sunday Night Football here on Back to the Futures on the BetQL Network. San Francisco up on Denver 7-3, to about 9.20 to go. Niners are currently punting just behind midfield. 
And uh, it's looking like the Niners will uh, either down at the one or get a touchback. Give you an update on that. Debo Samuel went down as well, and they went to a TV timeout because uh, it appears he got injured, so something to kind of bear in mind there. Um, we're going to do this. We're going to have fun with our super producer, Zach Kroll, here, and we'll play our version of Guess the Lines, Lucy. We'll, Zach will give us a football game, and we'll compete and see who gets closest to the actual line that the odds makers have. Um, and then he's also going to throw some AFC odds out there. Last NFL odds I saw, uh, it looks like her, it looks like uh, Lamar is a top five right now MVP odds. So you could probably get some some good value still on Lamar Jackson if you're liking the way Baltimore is playing. But uh, let's bring Zach on now. Zach, it is time to play guess the lines. Uh, where do you want to start today in the games, a conference? Where do you want to go? All right, Sprague, we spent a lot of that first segment breaking down the AFC, talking about everything that happened in that conference today with uh, Kansas City losing, the Chargers losing. And we have a big game on Thursday night football with one of the teams in the AFC that made a statement today, the Dolphins. They'll be going on the road to Cincinnati, taking on Joe Burrow and the Bengals, coming off their first win of the season today uh, against the Jets. So, uh, Lucy, I'll start with you. Dolphins at Bengals on Thursday night football. What do you think the line is? I'm going to say... Dolphins favored, so I'm going to say Dolphins minus three. Uh, I'll flip it. I'll, I'll I'll reverse it. I'll do – yeah, I'll put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. I'll take Cincinnati Missy Elliott, minus that three. one. <laughs> yes. Right. Sprague is off to a great start tonight. He hits it on the money. Bengals minus three Thursday yes. night yes. against the Dolphins. Oh, man. Oh, man. I need Maybe to beat you, Birds. Flip. You killed me last two weeks. Yeah, well, maybe right. we'll see we'll by the time the game gets <laughs> <laughs> This is a really good game. Another battle between two of the top teams in the AFC. Uh, the Bills, they have another tough road game after their loss today against Miami. They're going on the road to Baltimore to face the Ravens. Buffalo at Baltimore next week. Another battle between two of the AFC's best. Sprague, what do you think? Guess the line. Um, I think it's actually going to be Baltimore minus two and a half. I think the odds makers lean a little Buffalo here in a bounce back spot. Uh, Baltimore coming back. I, I think they're going to give respect to Buffalo. I say Baltimore minus two and a half. Okay. I'm going to say Buffalo minus one and a half. Mm. All right. Lucy gets the point there. It is Buffalo minus three. Vegas giving the f- the full field goal to Buffalo on the road. Wow. I'm going to get the Ravens as a three-point dog at home. I love yeah, this field. game. I'll be sprinkling. Who do you love it for? Uh, for everyone. The people who play it are just the winners. <laughs> oh, I this thought game? you were talking about the oh, Baltimore no. Buffalo game. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I love the game Guess the Lines. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. I do too. I do too. All right. Yes. So we're tied at one. Zach, where's the next line that we're going to guess? All right. Sunday night football next week, one week from tonight. We're going to have another big game. Kansas City, two teams coming off a loss actually here. The Chiefs, they're going on the road after their first loss of the season today. That was against Indy. But they're going to Tampa to face the Bucks. a rematch of the Super Bowl uh, two years ago. Kansas City and uh, Tampa. Uh, Lucy, I'll throw it over to you. Guess the line for Chiefs-Bucks. So I'm going to say Kansas City minus two. I think they're going to be favored here over Tom Brady. This is in Tampa, right, Zach? Is that what you said? Yep. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Tampa Bay minus three and a half. 
Wow. So we actually, it's close. We actually have Tampa or Kansas City minus two and a half. So, uh, Lucy, you said minus two, <gasps> right? So, minus uh, you two. Turn off. Yeah. There we go. Kansas City's favored by two. Yep. On the road is a two and a half, two and a half. favorite. Yeah. So I got two. I got I'm, what I'm getting next week. I just want to make sure I'm, I'm getting this. I get Tom Brady as a dog at home and Lamar Jackson as a dog at home. Okay. Duly yep. noted. That's, fo- right. that's football for you. That's football for you. All right. We'll Wild. see. All right. We mentioned this game off the air going into the show, and we're excited about it. The Seattle Seahawks, they're coming off another tough loss today to the Falcons. They're looking like they could be one of the worst teams in the NFL. They're going on the road to Detroit to take on Lucy's Lions, who are also one and two. So both these teams need this game. Seahawks at Lions. Uh, Sprague, I'll throw it over to you. Guess the line. Yeah, I'm going to take a lot of respect for the Lions in this one. I'll take Lions minus six and a half. Lucy? Ooh. I, okay, so I was going to say Lions minus six, but I will switch it for the sake of this because my other idea was Lions minus three. For the second time tonight, Sprague hits it on the money. Lions open as a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Roar! Up. Roar, boys. Yes. Roar, boys. You know what? It's fine because they're going to they're gonna cover it anyway because they are co- spread-covering machines. So whatever yeah, the spread are. is, they it's are. fine. They're going to cover it. Yep. Trust, trust yep. in and the I'll be... roar. <laughs> trust in the There's roar. another one. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Zach, we have another game? Yeah, I'll throw one more NFL game at you guys. Um, we'll go to the Patriots. Uh, we know everything that happened with Mac Jones today and that injury. They're going on the road to Green Bay next week to take on Aaron Rodgers and the Packers at Lambeau Field. Uh, Lucy, I'll throw it over to you for your Patriots at Green Bay. Guess the line. Yes. So based on how the Patriots have looked this season and how the Packers have looked, I'm going to go Packers. I'm going to go Packers minus 10. Oh. See, I hate you for that because I was going to go 10 as well. So I either got a price is right, you under or above. Um, I'll, I'll say there's respect here for, for, for Green Bay. I'm going to go Packers minus 10 and a half. Wow. You, both you guys were really close, but Lucy gets the slight edge. It is Packers minus nine and a half. Nine and a half. Right oh, I was going to do it. I was going to damn it. Ah, oh, yes. Damn it. This is this I is because Mer- like, well, you know what, Sprague? Mercury is in retrograde right now, so maybe when it comes out of me- retrograde, you will have better luck. I just blame everything on Mercury retrograde if it goes wrong. So, yeah, I feel like I see there that on every Instagram story right now. Is that Mercury is in metrogra- retrograde? Hang I don't know there, what babes. that means. <laughs> I yeah, I guess that's a yeah a vibe thing, but I don't understand it. Yeah. Uh, Zach, do you have AFC odds that you want to throw at? Like, do you have the updated odds of? AFC, so do we want to play we, a guessing? We we don't have the updated odds, but I figured uh, we could still okay. talk about uh, what we think they're going to be uh, by the time uh, they come out next. Well, let me ask you guys. Who, do you think Vegas is shook at all by the juggernauts of the Chiefs-Bills losing and they've rebalanced the top two in the AFC? Or do you think it's business as usual, respect still to the Chiefs and Bills, losses are going to happen? I think the Dolphins have really thrown a wrench into the system here because the Dolphins have shown if they can beat the Bills like that, I don't know if this really changes a whole thing this week, but I think going forward, it's going to change a little bit because if the Dolphins can beat the Bills and if they can beat 
whoever they play next and next. And it, it depends on how they go down the road. But I think right now, odds makers are kind of stopping and being like, wait, they, the Dolphins, again, could be the best team in football right now. So I think that will shift a little bit if slightly, I don't know, if I, yeah, if I was to say, yeah, the Dolphins should be slightly favored or slightly under the Bills mm-hmm. here, I would absolutely say yes on that. I'm not ready to say the Bills should not be favored, but yeah, I would say that the Dolphins should be right there with the Bills. Yeah, I just find it interesting that going into today, the Bills, and deservedly so, really, after the first two games they played, they were really talked about as the consensus favorite in the AFC, even though they haven't really accomplished it in the playoffs yet. And I think them losing today is going to show that, okay, the AFC, especially at the top, is a little bit more closer and balanced and maybe even more wide open than everyone thought. And I know the Bills, their secondary is really banged up. They lose Micah Hyde for the season. They are, they're already without Tredavious White. So I'm looking at all those teams at the top. Kansas City, even though they lost today, I'm not going to panic. I still think they win the AFC West. You look at Baltimore. Well, it'll be curious to see if uh, Cincinnati can get back. But I look at all those teams, and I just say, okay, Buffalo might not be the definite team to beat uh, at the top, and they show today they're, proven, they're, they're capable of being beaten. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's an interesting point, Zach. I, I would say the one thing, too, about the Chiefs, did not like that call on Chris Jones. I thought the sack of Matt Ryan should have been at hell with no extra penalty yardage. I mean, I know it was uphill, but they gave him the 15-yard for unsportsmanlike conduct, extended the drive, and Indy ultimately pulled away. Didn't like that call at all. I think you need to holster that um, that flag if you're that ref. You just had such a critical call in that moment. I, yeah, I'm sure he said some ugly things. It's football, man. They say it every day, every game. The, the other thing I would say about what you were hinting at the secondary of Buffalo is, would concern me now. Like, not that Waddle or Tyreek Hill carved you up per se. Like, Waddle had a good game, caught that late pass uh, deep. But Hill was pretty much bottled up. One like Tyreek Hill did much today. I worry about that, though, going forward for Buffalo. If not having a Micah Hyde out there and Tredavious White, I mean, you get banged up. Who's to say, you know, what, what, where you're going after that. I, I just, I don't know how I'd feel about Buffalo right now. I still like them a lot. Josh Allen's a beast. I don't, I know odds makers would probably have Buffalo favored, but it's something to keep an eye on for you future betters out there that there might be even more value in the AFC the way you guys are saying than we think, right? Cause if it's Miami can beat them, I would assume Kansas city could beat them. Cincinnati playing a clean game can probably beat them. Baltimore, Baltimore could probably beat them. Yeah. Like, like you just, you go right. down the list and, I think it exposes them a little bit as the once pretty highly favored team to uh, they're a little closer to the rest of the world. Now, at least it feels like that to me after today. Exactly. This is where the wrench comes in and why things have been turned on their head is that now they are not robots. They are not unbeatable. They can, they are human. Josh Allen can be beaten by a team in his division. The bills can be beaten by the dolphins. And so now you stop and you look at, the Dolphins and at other teams for the Bills going forward and you think okay well now it's possible that this team the Chiefs anybody can beat the Bills because they are beatable yeah. I think the other thing about this too um the Raiders are the only 0-3 team right now and there's a report that Mark Davis and Josh McDaniels had a meeting a closed door meeting and so we don't know what was talked about what was said but boy talk about a bad start Josh McDaniels Lucy and Zach, you like yeah, this too. Josh McDaniels is five and twenty in his last twenty-five games as a head coach. It just this has not gone well so far. Three games in for the Raiders. 
No, the Belichick coaching tree is still falling apart. Limbs falling from, yeah. from each tree trunk here because not this great. is not great. Not great for Jared Stidham either for his team because he is yeah. also on the team. So it's like, yeah, Josh McDaniels is, uh, is not off to a great start, you could say. Um, one game that we didn't address in Guess the Line next week that's going to be really interesting because we don't have a line yet with one of the teams playing on Sunday night. But the Broncos actually go to Vegas next week to play the Raiders. We know the Vegas uh, Raiders don't want to start wow. 0-4. So that's a big early divisional game next week in the AFC West. Yeah, and, and I, the, the Niners and Broncos are just playing a defensive slugfest right now. It's 7-3, late second quarter. Big drop just by Cortland Sutton there as Denver's trying to drive to either get a field goal or take the lead. But, yeah, man, I – you know, McDaniels did the Colt thing where he was basically agreeing to be the coach and then he backed out. He's, he's got weird energy. You know, you mentioned yes, Mercury and retrograde in all seriousness, Lucy, like he might know offensive football, but I also don't know how much offensive football he knows. Cause without Tom Brady, he doesn't look like that great of a coach. And so yeah. I just, I don't know if I'm the Raiders right now, I'm super nervous. I'll tell you, the coaching thing is really standing out as the weeks go by. And I know they were super banged up. They lost Rashawn Staley. I know Herbert probably shouldn't have played today. But the Chargers losing by four touchdowns, four tutties at home to the Jags. I'm I'm a year plus into this. And if I'm a Chargers diehard, I'm not feeling great about Staley. I, I, I don't know. What does he do well? Like, I, I think it's totally within the realm of possibility. I said this on my radio show out here, but I don't think Lincoln Riley's going to coach in the Big Ten. I, I think an NFL team, it, Josh McDaniels is killing it down in Miami. There's a, there's a premium on offense. And Herbert's in his rookie contract. You don't want to keep rolling out a defensive coach if he doesn't know what to do for his offensive playmaker. And so I just don't think he makes that big of a difference defensively. And... You know, if I'm the Chargers and I go a different way from Staley after this year, I'm throwing a bag at Lincoln Riley and saying, hey, just, just come across town and come to our facilities. You've got control over all of this, and you got Justin Herbert. Yeah, this was my moronic take of the day on Twitter when I tweeted that the Chargers don't look very good. And somebody said, moronic take, they're all hurt. Are you watching the game, sir? The Chargers are being beaten by the Jaguars, 38, or they lost 38 to 10. So, yeah moronic take to say a team that is losing like that is not good yeah i'd be worried about the chargers right now it's just not a not a good look for them zach where are you where are you at on the chargers because you didn't pick them to make the playoffs i picked them to get to the divisional round like type of season i'll tell you right now it doesn't herbert ain't gonna get healthier he doesn't seem like he wants to rest i i don't know i'm not that high on the chargers right now given all the injuries in their coach where are you at yeah, for the record, I think they have one of the best rosters in the NFL. The team is super talented, but Justin Herbert is 16 and 19 in his career. That's unacceptable and quickly. Their schedule is pretty easy. Their next four games at Houston, at Cleveland, home Denver, home Seattle, a bye, and then at Atlanta. They have to go at least three and two, preferably four and one in that stretch. Yeah. And then they lost by four touchdowns to the Jags. I don't know how easy that schedule really yeah. is going to be. We got a lot more to get to as we wrap it up. Aaron Judge watch NFC chatter as well. Back to the Futures. Back with more on the BetQL Network. Back to the Futures. We'll be back with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague on the BetQL Network. Presented by BetMGM. <laughs>
Check out BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. With the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth, 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. I don't know if it's a joke or people have real conversations. Has anybody talked to anyone about deleting browser history if they pass. So, like, while they're planning the funeral, I need you over here. This is your job when I die. Yes. Well, he left me his password. For what? Do, do sports books just, obviously, they keep all that money, right? The guys at the morgue taking the thumb. Like, oh, that's what he uses. He doesn't type in the password. He's got the thumb for all the apps on his phone. The thumbprint? Grabbing the thumb. Yeah. So it would still work, Holding right? the enable face ID when you're in the casket. God, that, might so be the, the, that might be the saddest moment in the history of any funeral. People coming in crying. What are they doing? Just trying to log on. BetQL Daily with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth, presented by BetMGM. 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Get locked into You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. With Nick Costos and Ken Barkley, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern on the BetQL Network. What's happening here? How are any of these even close to right? So this is not really like me being like, wow, I figured this out. Me and me alone solved this Rubik's Cube of betting NFL props. Just that, Ken, I think you kind of agree with me, right? This wasn't even close in week number one. I can only pray that we continue to get numbers like this throughout the season. Well, I think the thing that's really fun is, you know, the the narrative shift around the NFL the last couple years, and it's been reflected in both how teams have drafted and how teams have approached the trade market in the offseason is an insane amount of emphasis and importance placed on a like super duper star number one wideout. And we have a lot of them right now, and they are game changers. You better you bet 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern from the BetQL Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Sports bettors wrap up your day with BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM. Starring Ryan Horvat, Quentin Mayo, and Trista Crick. 7 to 11 Eastern on the BetQL Network. You have held it down with us all night long, and we do appreciate it. And we also would appreciate if you downloaded the podcast. Oh, that was good. Come on. We're supposed to have gotten a raise on, Come on, the, man. the top of the month of Wait, June. did you not get it? Didn't get it when we were expecting to get it. You're a month behind? Month behind. You're going to get an extra month tomorrow? We've raised... No, we not tomorrow. We're going to pay tomorrow Trista. we don't get those checks like you Trista. i got it we get paid every <laughs> we get paid every two weeks for one job i get the same Trista gets paid tomorrow you guys heard it right i got excited there i was like wait a minute what you paid tomorrow like, I, dang, I, I got paid I last to, weekend this week i, I used to only parking tomorrow i used Worst to only uh get paid on the first and the 15th so i just get used to it you know you just yeah, think yeah. about it yeah yeah i get that bet mgm tonight 7 to 11 eastern from the betql network always live on the free odyssey app Grab your flux capacitor and let's go back to the futures with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. All right, welcome back in. Our final segment, Back to the Futures, here on the BetQL Network. Brandon Sprague, Lucy Burge, here with you every Sunday evening and even in the middle of Sunday Night Football, which, by the way, minute 32, Denver just got the ball. They're at midfield. They're trailing 7-3 to San Francisco. So we'll see if Russell Wilson gets some points uh, before the end of the first half. Uh, Lucy, we did not talk much NFC. We've talked a lot of AFC with the Dolphins' big win, Colts getting off the schneid. Um, we haven't talked much NFC. What, what, did, what was your takeaway from Green Bay and Tampa? Rodgers-Brady, 14-12 final. Brady and the Bucks getting the delay a game. 
on the two-point try and uh, ultimately falling short, and they lose by two. Yeah, my takeaway is that Brady's regret tour continues. Every game, I think he's getting a little more and more worn down. The Buccaneers are two and one. However, they he's broken, what, five tablets so far. Microsoft Surface is just he's going through them like water. It is tough for him, and it is a little tough to watch because we're watching the final season of Tom Brady's career, and it's going like this, where he's not having fun, which, you're, I mean, you're not supposed to have fun. Like, it's not always going to be fun. But I think Brady thought it was going to be fun, and that's why he came back to football. And he's not having fun. And his wife is not completely around, according to many reports. She was not at the game today. His kids were at the game. Giselle was not there. Giselle has not tweeted in the past two weeks, let's go Bucks, let's go Brady, let's go Popeye. So I did it today. I am now going to do that every week. If Giselle does not tweet it with the little sparkle and the football, I'm going to do it for Brady. And it's very notable that, that she's, she's not on much social media. She's not really doing much of that. So that's his personal life that I think is weighing on him. There's definitely something happening because you can see it in his face. We talk about vibes. Brady's vibes right now are very tired. He looks really exhausted. This does not look like he makes it look easy that his whole career, he has pretty much made it look really easy and he's not making it look super easy right now. He looks like he is sore and he knows he's going to be sore now. And he, I think he's frustrated with the fact that he is older. I really do think there is some frustration where he thinks I'm sore today, more sore than I was when I was even 44. Now I'm 45 and now I feel differently. And, you know, I thought I was going to live forever and be a robot forever. And now I'm not. And my life is not going as perfectly in my personal life as I want it to. All those things weighing on him. He has no Gronk this season. So it's, again, not as fun. It's not like he has his buddies. Mm -hmm. He's not palling around Tommy and Gronky. So I think the, the, what I took from this game is that he, they, they scored no points too. So it's a, it's a lower scoring game. I think he's just very tired and very done and regrets coming back to football and playing the season. And he's play, he's gutting out this season because he told the Buccaneers he would. Because he, he said in the press conference a couple weeks ago, I am going to fulfill my commitment. I said I was coming back to play, so I'm going to fulfill the commitment. He is fulfilling a commitment almost right now. And they're still going to win the division because it's Tom Brady and the Buccaneers and who else is going to do it. But I don't think he's enjoying it very much. And it's just kind of tough to watch because he's not enjoying it. Yeah, I mean, the, the division to me is... I mean, there's no reason to bet anybody else. I, I was one that laid a couple bucks on the Saints at 3-1 to one odds, but I can tell you right now that bet feels like it's, it's as good as dead. That offense for the Saints without Sean Payton and Dennis Allen at the helm. That ain't the same thing. Kamara had an awful game in his return. Jameis has not been good whatsoever. So, yeah, um, I'm kind of with you there. My, my only question, though, is – I thought that they played defensively. They're one of the best units in football. There's no disputing that. I mean, the Packers felt like they controlled the game, and yet you kept looking at the score. You're like, oh, it's a one-score game. It's 14-6 forever, right? And, and Green Bay, I think, will get better. They'll figure some things out with their younger pieces, and they'll get more experience. But I ask you, like, how confident are you really of anybody else to beat them? And you know what I mean? Like, everything you said about Brady, yeah. I actually agree with. I, I had a moment where his helmet's on, and he got hit, and – and you just kind of look at it, and you're like, I wonder how much that dude with his personal life being kind of what it is right now, everybody's 
rumor mill about it, how much he's looking at this and it, maybe it's boiling down in his life too. I chose football over that. And that's, you know, there's moments where that's going to slap you in the face, but with that defense and then Godwin and Evans coming back, I, Lucy, I, I don't know who I really trust enough in the NFC to tell you, Oh, I take that team clearly over them. I know green Bay won today, but he didn't have any weapons. Like Cole Beasley was signed off the street this week and they played him. So, you know, I, I think if he's a healthy buck team, I don't know how many NFC teams I, I would favor over Tampa Bay right now, to be honest with you. Right. And again, yeah, they win the division, but the process of getting there is just not fun for Brady. There were many moments today where he looked really frustrated and there, I mean, they could have won that game based on the score. They could have won that game. There are going to be yeah. games throughout the season where Brady is going to be frustrated because they could have won that game and didn't. And if, I mean, they, they might not have that many of them, but today was one of them. And I think Brady's going to be really frustrated with that because it's not worth it. If he was beating Aaron Rodgers, if he was if he was winning these games, absolutely. He's, you know, Tom Brady is the same at 45 and even better than he was 10 years ago. But you can't really he lost today. Like you lost today. So it's it's a tough thing for him to look in the mirror probably and think I'm losing games. I'm 45. What am I doing? I'm not having fun. I'm frustrated. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's just really, I mean, he's getting in those, he's right in the middle of fights. I think that's frustration he has to let out that he, it's just not the way he planned it. And it's kind of sad too, because I don't think this is the way he planned the end of his career. And now it's it. That's oh, it. Like this. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's welcome to sports. Most of these guys don't plan yeah. the way they, their career ends, right? John Elway and Peyton luckily got to walk out on the Super Bowl, but most people don't get that. Let me ask you this. Good one here by our show. Our crew's throwing out the Eagles, and I guess I ask you, yeah. they're one of two undefeated teams in the NFL. It's them and the Dolphins. They looked good today, man. They carved up the Washington Commies, and Jalen Hurts seems to have great rapport, um, obviously with A.J. Brown from what he did last week, and this week it was Devontae Smith with a big game. I, I ask you, how much Eagles stuff are you buying? Are you buying the Eagles as a legitimate winner of the a- of NFC, or do you think it's uh, NFC East for sure, and then not much after that. Like, Hertz is polarizing to people, and maybe he'll have yeah. a full season, and, and we'll, we'll all feel the same kind of roughly by the end of it. That's a franchise guy. Oh, that's not a guy. But right now, he looks like one, and they're undefeated. So I ask you, Lucy, you buy the Eagles as a future bet to win the NFC? To win the NFC, I don't, I would have a tough time saying that right now. NFC East. Yes, because they're a team that you, I personally, just what I'm seeing as I'm seeing buzz about teams, not a ton about the Eagles. Their their momentum, I don't know why. I just haven't, I don't know. But I would have to see more from them, I think, for them to say the NFC, things going wrong. It's Hurts, right? Isn't it? Lucy, not to interrupt you, but like, isn't it Hurts? Isn't it boiled down to Jalen Hurts? Yeah, it probably does. That's probably it. Yeah. And I I feel like, yeah, if they win the division, yeah, I would think much more about that. But I've not thought of – when I think of who's going to win the NFC, it's not the Eagles or not what comes to mind first. So, interesting one here. Eagles, Bucks, same odds, plus 900 on FanDuel to win the Super Bowl. So, Vegas kind of sees them – to me, that's well, yeah, it, I don't know why. It is, but you, you can – well, you can get the Eagles betters pretty easily, I think, with those odds. Um, they'll think they're going to get a lot of value. They might. Maybe 9-1 to one there and to win the NFC, which 
The Rams, I know they beat the Cardinals today, but they still look a little clunky offensively. That defense is absolutely lights out. So they're kind of in that category. We think Green Bay is going to keep playing well with Rodgers and Bill and Report. The Eagle thing, I said this uh, earlier this week. Let me Let me throw it to you. I think after, like, Mahomes, Allen, Rodgers, Brady, and if you want to throw Herbert in that, I get it. I know some people don't want to because he hasn't made the playoffs. But if you just kept it to those four, I think we, we nitpick and we argue about these quarterbacks that Lucy, largely if their circumstances are the same, they're not that different. I know that sounds ridiculous, yeah. but, like, if you tell me you're taking – Tua over Dak. I, I can't argue the stats for Tua. Dak has way better stats, but also you kind of look at it and what happened in that week one game? Like I know Michael Gallup didn't play, but geez, that, that was a really piss poor performance by Dak Prescott. I just, I think we nitpick so much and we base it against four other dudes that largely in this league, five, six, whatever you want to name it through 13, 14, could be the same guy on any given week if they're having the same things. What you say about Jalen Hurts might be true, Lucy, but Jalen Hurts now with weapons, how do him and Tua look now that they got real dynamic weapons? It makes you kind of reconsider things. So, you know, we argue about quarterbacks in such an important position. I just think there's a lot of dudes, a lot of them, that we act like there's this clear-cut top 10. There ain't no clear-cut top 10. You can argue six through 10 all day with, like, eight different players. So, to me... I think I got to buy the Eagles here. I think they look good with that offense. Sirianni started out as a bit of a joke with his press conference. Dude clearly knows how well, to coach football. So, this is why I do like the Eagles is because Sirianni cracks me up. That was maybe besides my guy, Dan Campbell, those are two of the greatest introductory press conferences you could ever imagine. Polar opposites where one guy is saying we need systems and he's stumbling over his words and the other one comes in. We're going to bite kneecaps off. We're going to murder people. <laughs> we're going to maul people to yeah. use the Kirk Herb Street line. But yeah, no, these two, po- but that's why I love Sirianni and the Eagles is kind of like I do root for him because I did love that. I mean, they have yeah. systems. So, you know, I'd be afraid to go up against him. <laughs> and th- and this is, this is my point. Hurts, hurts to me right now doesn't look like he's that much different uh, overall than what Stafford was. So to me, eh. Um, quick update, Lucy, we got no Aaron judge home run. Did we? I, not that I am aware of, which I'd be aware of it if he did. So no, we did not get to any college football. I know Zach, you put it on the show sheet. We will get to it next week. Uh, national title odds largely unchanged Georgia, Bama, Ohio state, USC squeaks it by my beeves. Clemson escapes in over double overtime. Michigan rolls, Utah rolls, Tennessee all rolls. Those are your top uh, eight national championship odds teams. Uh, but that's going to do it for us. I'm sorry we didn't get to college football. A lot of NFL yeah, action went on today. I know. And uh, like always, follow Lucy on Twitter, at Lucille Burge on Instagram as well. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week, next Sunday evening, Back to the Futures with even more as we get closer and closer to baseball playoffs as well. So uh, we'll talk to you guys next week here on the BetQL Network. Back to the Futures. We'll be back with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague on the BetQL Network. Presented by BetMGM.